You're listening to The Fashion Detour, a show that provides insights into the minds of creatives within the fashion industry. My name is Michal Goldfein, and I'm sitting down with the creators to talk about their processes, their inspirations, and lessons they've learned along the way. Hi everyone, I am thrilled because this week I have an amazing guest. Her name is Susan Hanover and she started a brand, Susan Hanover Designs, which is amazing, gorgeous jewelry. Hi, how are you? How are you doing today? I'm good, thank you. Good to be here. Yes, I think we're both stuck in the snow, right? Exactly. Perfect opportunity to do a podcast. Exactly. So tell us a little bit about what inspired you to start your brand. Um, yeah, okay. It's um, pretty much it's a long story. I'm actually, I'm actually an attorney. I'm an ex-attorney and um, I grew up in South Africa, as you can hear from my accent, and in Israel. And I ended up getting married and moving here with my American husband. And um, I figured I'd settle down. I was already pregnant at the time, had my son, and figured I'd pretty much go back to practicing law. And what happened was when I started um, getting back into it after my son was about one years old and I went in to try and convert my law degree, they told me I'd have to go back to law school for another year. And it just, you know, I wasn't passionate about it. It didn't inspire me in any way. It was basically a paycheck. And um, I'd always loved fashion, particularly jewelry. I was always like, always had way too much jewelry on. I was, I was always over-accessorized. My mother would tell tell me, you look like a Christmas tree. Um, So I ended up just starting making jewelry at home with the idea of selling it to friends and family as a very small, tiny home business where I could be home with my son. And I was already pregnant, I think at the time with my second or third even. So I basically wanted to be home and wanted a home business. And that was really what's how it started. Wow. And I mean, does like you growing up, you said you were born in South Africa, you grew up a little bit in Israel also? Yes. So did that inform your designs or your aesthetic at all? Well, I think especially South Africa, because it's such a beautiful, I mean, just the colors when you go to Africa and the oranges and the yellows and the tans, and if you could just envision that kind of landscape, it had always stuck with me. Um And Israel too. I mean, Israel, if you go up north, it's very green. And then you also have the desert down south. So I was always very connected, actually, to the landscape, to the places I was living in. So people have asked me this question before, and I'm sure it did, like, especially when we started out with a very, using very natural earth tones um, in the beginning of this, um, of aesthetic. So it probably did in the beginning. I mean, we've evolved since then. Um, and we're more um, right now, much more into like very minimalistic sort of architectural design right now. So but definitely in the beginning. Oh, yes. And uh, I mean, tell me a little bit more about the aesthetic of your jewelry. Um, so I've always been pretty minimal, um, like a pretty minimal dresser. And I always like to use jewelry to accessorize. So if I'm wearing like blacks or whites or creams, I don't really wear patterned clothing much. So I always use a lot of jewelry. And um, I just took that forward with me in my business. So our our aesthetic, I would say, is just, I like to say classic, very simple with an edge. Um, I like simple sort of linear pieces, but there's always going to be something focal, 
something that'll pop. So maybe it'll be a pop of color or some kind of focal sort of architectural uh, like edge to it, but something with an edge just to, to, just for interest. I would say that would be the aesthetic. I mean, obviously there's no doubt about it that your jewelry pops. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, you know, if, if, for example, I mean, like you've got these gorgeous sliced sapphire earrings, mm-hmm. um, you know, that are so special. The stones are so beautiful. Uh, and so, yeah, definitely, there's definitely something unique about every single, every single piece. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. I mean, I like it to be, I mean, I feel every piece should be special and should be unique. Um, yeah. And your, I mean, your jewelry, I mean, you've, you've had so much, uh, like, uh, press and celebrities wearing your, your pieces like Oprah and Michelle Obama, Blake <laughs> Lively. I mean, it's like, that's just the name of you. So, Thank you. Thank you. Like, yes. what, what, did you ever have that aha moment? Like, this is, I've made it. Like, I'm here now. That's a great question. Um, you never have that moment because you know it can be gone the next day. It's a, such a competitive sort of saturated, the field of design and fashion and fashion jewelry. I mean, it's a very competitive. So you never, you, you've always got to keep your humility because you could be, in one day things could be amazing and the next day you could be like last week's lunch, you know. But I mean, some some highlights or like I like to call it magical moments would have been like when we were picked for Oprah's favorite things. Twice, actually, we were picked. Um, I think uh, one year and then two years later, they picked us again with, for our earrings. And I think one of the craziest, like amazing moments was when getting a call from the White House saying that Michelle Obama wanted to wear our earrings to some event. And, um, and she did. And we shipped them a couple of times and she wore them to a couple of events. So, yeah, I mean, those were like, as I said, those are magical moments for every designer. What when do you, you get think- that kind of recognition by people you admire? Yeah, I I would say I would definitely say so. Um, And what do you think? Like, there's something about your jewelry that's like draws women from all different, you know, different positions, different times in their lives. Like, I guess there's no way to quantify that. Like, how does that like, how do you there's just it's very special that you're able to appeal to such a, you know, a wide audience, you know? Yes, we really, that is, I think that is one of our strengths. We do appeal to a very wide audience all the way from, our, I wouldn't say we're not too many teenagers, or they maybe with our little charm collection, maybe, but I would say from the young 20 year old who's just starting in her career, like 20 something who's starting out all the way up to the 70 plus woman who's still like super sophisticated and wants to glam up. So we do, our target audience is very wide. Um, I think it's a pretty sophisticated aesthetic. Um and I, I do, I think you're right. Honestly, I think it appeals to pretty much every age could probably wear it and feel good about it. Yeah, because like, let's say, for example, you know, like your your cuffs that you have that are so, you know, architectural and and modern, you know, right. like someone who's younger could feel like, oh, you know, they're they're like that perfect bit of edge that I can yeah, give exactly. to my look. Exactly. And yeah, exactly. So I mean, I'm sure every every business faces its challenges. What right. challenges has your has your brand faced? Uh, oh my God, this, you're right. There's so many challenges, and especially now with the retail landscape constantly changing. Um, even before, I mean, way before COVID. You know, I mean, COVID's a whole nother story. But um, 
Well, firstly, it's very different. The retail landscape is very different to how it was when um, when I first started. I mean, I started my business 12 years ago. There was there was no social media then. And you had to rely on print editorials and celebrity sightings and PR press. And those cost a lot of money. It was a very, you know, you need a lot of marketing dollars just to be seen. So that's all changed. You can pretty much do it yourself right now. You have so much more control of how you want your brand to look. And you have so many tools at your disposal with, uh, you know, with social media. Um but I guess the cha- so that's the good thing. The challenge is that the social media algorithm algorithms are constantly changing, and you have to stay abreast and you have to stay in front of the change because otherwise you will very easily cease to be relevant. So I think that's the challenge. You've got to have your thumb on the pulse all the time. And on on your Instagram, do you ever like do you put yourself on there, or is it not like you don't? Because I I feel like different you know, different businesses and brands, like some of them, like the owners do, like, do you put your face on your Insta stories or, you know? Yes. hundred percent. I love my, I like my jewelry and I really only wear my own jewelry and uh, I don't really create or design or market or manufacture anything that I personally do not love. So I'm constantly wearing it and I do put myself on my social media pages a lot. Yes. Because, um, yeah, like I think I'm of that age where people can, I'm at, you know, where I'm the age where people are wearing my jewelry. Like that's the age that I'm appealing to. And um, yeah, and I like to show people how to wear it. Yeah, I I mean, I think it's it's nice that, you know, people could see, they, they can see you, they can relate to the brand and like feel like what, yeah. Exactly. Like how do you wear these things in, exactly. in real life? Like where exactly. is this? Exactly. So that is, uh, you know, and. And was it hard for you, like being a mom and and running your business and it balancing everything? It was hard everything? in the beginning, yes, because my business took off pretty much, pretty fast. Um, so it's it, it's a, it was it has been an organic growth. Like it it started off slowly, but once it took off, it took off after about a year. It became like a full fledged, you know, business. And it was my kids were young and. Um, it was a little bit of a challenge, I have to admit, but I had help. My husband helped me. I had a little bit of help here, help there, and I juggled. And I think women are, I think that's the strength of a lot of women is they're able to multitask. You know, you do it, you do what you can when your kids are in school or you do it at night when they're sleeping and you just, you just manage somehow. But I was always grateful that I had my own business because I could always be here for my kids. Like if there was school stuff that I needed to be here, I could. I mean, I had that flexibility, which is priceless. And I was yeah. always very grateful so grateful for that, that I could be, I could be here at any time for them. Yeah. And I think like, you know, as a mom myself, it's nice to hear you say that just because, uh, you know, I feel like we're always like balancing a million. We're wearing like five, 20 hats. You know, oh my god, how old are your kids? Uh, I have 16, okay, 15, um, oh man, 10 and 5. Okay, so you're still busy, so you're, you're starting to breathe with the older ones, but you've still got younger ones. So that's it. I, my kids are older, my, my oldest is 23, and then I have a 19 year old and a 16 year old. So it's obviously you know, the two older ones are independent and my daughter's in high school. So, um, of course, it's much easier, you know, but but definitely those early years for sure. (laughs) It's always something, as you know. 
But I so, have to say, give, being in the design and the in the design world rather than beautiful in the fashion world, you meet a lot of women, right? I mean, you know, a lot of women in this world. So everybody's very understanding. So if you're late on an order and you tell them like the truth, you know, I was held up with my kids the day before something happened, X, Y, Z. Everybody, everybody was, you know, everybody could relate. Okay, that is good to hear. That yeah. is really, really good yeah, to hear. Yeah, like just be honest. Just tell the truth. <laughs> just be transparent. Yeah. So talking about your jewelry, for example, your geode collection is really exquisite. Tell me a little bit about the inspiration behind the collection. So, um, well, I've always been drawn to beautiful stones. I mean, that's how I started out. I mean, our first collection were these, these little were these stone, not geodes, they were stone, natural stone bracelets. They were super, super simple. They were just basically two stones on like a strip of wire. So a little bit of an edge because of the wire, but the stones are beautiful. And it was all about the stone. And we did incredibly well with them, incredibly well. I mean, they sold throughout the world. It just, it was a big boom for us in the beginning. And I always wanted to go back to that feeling of just having the stone being the focal point, not really the metals, not even the design, but really the stone. And I was with my daughter in, a, in, the, in the Natural History Museum in Boston. And we saw like those, we saw, we went into the stone collection. We saw all these beautiful, like cut, like crystallized, like amethysts. And, you know, when they take, which is what the geo it is, it's cut in the center and you see the workings of the stone inside. And I was so, I was so drawn to it. And I just couldn't believe how beautiful it was. And I just had this thing in my head that I wanted to just use the stone and put it, you know, on, wear it, wear a stone like that. So it always, you know, so that was the inspiration for that, for the geode. And, you know, I spoke to my, you know, my stone people and um, we sourced and we talked about cutting the stones in the center and just making a very simple design, just about the geodes. And they've been an incredible, incredibly successful collection. Um, yeah, I think we're, we're the only ones doing them at this price point because it's very, it's a pretty pricey item and we're able to do it at this price point. And I think we're the only ones that are able to do it, you know, and you really get something magnificent. Yeah, they really look one yeah. of a kind. They're very much one of a kind, yeah. Your story reminds me because my daughter, the 15-year-old, she loves, like she did a science project, you know, where you grow these, uh, you grow the geodes and like eggshells or something. Oh, fantastic. Oh, how wonderful. So she loves that. And, um, you know, they're just, like you said, and, and what's really amazing is that I like the way that you put like the, um, what are those? Like the cubic zirconia. Yes, because we want a little bit of like, you want a little bit of dressiness, like a little bit of bling, a little bit of something, you know, we didn't just want the stone. We wanted to make a jewelry, like a feel of a lot of like elegance. So, yeah. And is is it at this point, like, what's the process like for you when you design a new piece? Like, is it, is it, is it, has it been like now it's like, you know, one, two, three, um, you know, it's much more simplified now or how does um, it work? Well, it is much easier now than of course that it was in the beginning because you just become better at your, your craft, you would say. Um, it's much easier, but it's a constant challenge because you've got to be, you know, you want something new, you want something fresh. Every collection has to have, you know, new, we're on our new collection as that color, we've called it the color wave collection and again we use beautiful stones the stones are like sort of ombre they like they kind of fold into the next color um and um yeah the, the challenge is just constantly being feeling fresh feeling like you're coming out with a fresh collection but um we've st you know we stick with our classics we'll always have our geodes um and we have another collection, which is our semi-precious, it's a very lightweight kind of feminine, like whimsical collection, which we bought out a year or two ago. That's been also pretty, very, you know, very fun. So yeah, we try to appeal to different aesthetics. 
And I mean, could you say what, what your favorite collection is? I think a geodes would probably be personally my favorite just because they are so special. Um, and then I think a, my second choice would be the semi-precious collection because the colors are beautiful. They're these little like little gems with really beautiful, beautiful colors. They look like candy and um, they're very wearable. You could wear them all the time. You could wear them with jeans and a white t-shirt and like all these colors in your ear and it just looks fantastic. Oh, yeah. I mean, I do know that that's a very big trend right now. Like those like a rate like this, like uh, rainbow, you know, exactly, exactly, exactly. Yes. Yeah, they're so pretty. Like, for example, especially I'm looking at this now, this uh, the rectangle drop earrings with the semi precious stones. Uh huh. I just like the graphic. Like I always, not graphic, like the geometric. Yeah, the geometrics. Yes. Yeah. That's just a very, you know, cool. (laughs) Linear kind of look. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So you also, like you were saying before, you do carry beautiful, customizable charm necklaces Mm -hmm. and bracelets. Mm -hmm. So what prompted you to include that in your collection? Yeah, so that's a good question. Because yeah, so we we brought that in during COVID because we started realizing, of course, that people were home, you know, in their like shorts and t-shirts or sweats and t-shirts. And and a lot of them on Zoom calls, and they did want some, they wanted pieces to wear, but they didn't necessarily want these like glamorous earrings. And they also wanted, I felt like people would have like, you know, would like something maybe meaningful to remind them maybe of what 2020 was. So we, we brought out a small collection called the 2021, well, we've called it 2021 Essentials because we've turned a corner. And these, and that's what the collection's called. And it's all pretty, it's very glossy and gold or silver, high polished. And it's just little pieces that'll, you know, make you feel good and maybe... It'll trigger something in you, some inspiration in you. So we've done hearts and padlocks and eyes and uh, stars and, you know, anything that kind of makes you feel good. And it's, it, it's inexpensive. I mean, I think a lot of the pieces are under $100 and, um, and they look great. You can wear them alone. You can layer them. Um, yeah, that that the padlock one was one of my one oh, of my like favorites. The yeah, yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's, sweet. yeah. <laughs> it's just whimsical and like you yeah, know when it's something light, whimsical. People are home. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And of course, I mean, I'm a I'm a Gemini. One of my birthstones is pearl. Oh, and- we love pearls. So the pearls are gorgeous. Like I'm completely enthralled with the Baroque freshwater pearl drop Um, earrings. Oh, you have to get a pair. So I love, I love freshwater Baroque pearls just because they're always different. Um, No, no two pearls are the same. So I feel like it's a little, it's classic, but it's got an edge to it again. So um, yeah, we do a lot of pearls. Um, Yeah. Yeah, Simple, but it's like, you know, it's, it's simple, but it's always there. It's always pretty. Yeah, it's funny because like, I think I think the pearls, pearls used to have like this more like of a now now pearls are are now like young and cool again, you know? Yeah, yeah, especially if you put it with like a dark metal or a glossy gold. It looks great. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's It's definitely not your grandmother's pearls anymore. And we were, we did talk about those cuffs before. So which ones do you recommend to wear every day? How would you, and how would you style them? So you're talking about our, our, which cuffs are you talking about? Our, um, our, Our metal cuffs, our feminine metals, I think we call them. 
Yeah, it says, yes, the cuffs, like you've got the Megan cuff and the Alyssa cuff. Are, oh, the, Ari- are these- the Ariana cuff, yes. I mean, those are those are gorgeous. Those cuffs are gorgeous. I mean, you can wear, uh, totally worn alone with, you, yeah, like wear them alone. I mean, you could wear them with, a, with a, maybe a link uh, chain bracelet together if you really wanted to, you know, to be out there. But you could definitely wear those, just wear the cuff. Um and maybe a pair of earrings. Um, they're beautiful. They're be- and they're very comfortable. They're very comfortable as well. They're like little pieces of sculpture. <laughs> and do you feel been, like... Again, they've been uh, photographed a lot. They were actually... I was. Sh- uh, do you know who Bill Cunningham was? He was that famous photographer that would ride around New York City on his bike and take pictures of, fa- pictures of fashion pictures. I um, think, yes. And um, yeah, he got a picture of that. And I thought I was just flipping the New York Times South section a couple of years ago. And I saw a picture of our cuff on a woman at a party. And I was like, oh, my God, that's our cuff. Um, so yeah, they are. They're little pieces of art, I think. I think they're beautiful. So yeah, and it's just great that you could literally, you know, put that on with anything like a, a simple black dress oh, or a simple totally. or jeans, yeah, a blazer, yeah. anything. Yeah. And then it just elevates the whole your whole look is elevated, right? So, well, we did, we talked a lot about earrings, <laughs> but I, we can't forget your gorgeous rings. Uh, thank you. Thank you. You've got, for example, the mauve quartz, which I love. That's surrounded oh, you love by the, the, the colors. So we do those stone rings because again, we bought it, you know, we do a lot of diff- different colors, right? So we just do a piece of stone and we surround it with the cubics and it just, again, it looks elevated. It elevates the stone and we do them in all, and you just need to wear one ring and it just feels good. People love rings. We sell a ton of rings. Um, so I have a question about rings. So what yeah. I've always had such a hard time with rings because I feel like either, you know, in the summer, your fingers get, you know, swell up. And like, mm-hmm. so would you, re- what do you recommend? Do you recommend people to like, if they're in between? I always so recommend I- going with a slightly bigger ring because if it's too tight, it's uncomfortable. So if it's slightly loose, it's just more comfortable. As long as it doesn't fall off, it can be loose. You know, so I'm always going for that, that half a size bigger. So if you're a six, get a six and a half, or if you're a six and a half, get a seven, as long as it doesn't fall off. And that's much more comfortable. And are there any pieces in general from your collection? Like what are your, what are your go-to pieces that you find yourself like wearing Mm. every day? Mm, That's that's a good question. So right now I, my go-to piece is this chunky gold link bracelet. It's on my side. I think it's $150 and I absolutely live in it. it. It's the most unbelievable gold plating. It'll never fade. It looks completely real. And honestly, I, sometimes I just, wear, whenever I'm leaving my house, I just put it on, you know, if I have no time. Um, so I'll always wear that. And then if I have more time and I'm layering, I'll put it off. I'll put some, I have a very small, delicate 14 karat gold hearts collection in different colors. It's on the side. So I'll maybe put in one or two of those just to add some color. Um, and then for earrings, I would probably wear, um, I'd probably wear something from the semi-precious collection just because it's very lightweight and I'm rushing around usually in the day and, you know, I'm going to work or I'm meeting clients. Um, and I, and I said, I dress pretty minimalistic. So I'm usually wearing black or white and jeans and t-shirts. So I like to have some color in, you know, in the earring and for a necklace, I might just wear, I might just wear something from the essentials 21 collect 2021. I probably wear two pieces one, you know, layer them. I'd probably layer two gold necklaces, you know, maybe a padlock and a heart or, you know, maybe just a chain and then a charm on it. And that's pretty much, that would be my go-to. Yeah. I mean, that's really, uh, 
I like that because like you said, you know, it's just like little pieces or even a big piece. And then the other ones like it's more subtle. contrast is good contrast. So one big piece and one small dainty piece is always good. And you have this evocateur. I hope I'm saying it right. Yeah. So that is a, yeah, that is a visiting designer that we are hosting on our site for the month and in our store for the month. Um, yeah, she's a really wonderful designer. She does beautiful cuffs, little works of art as well, but they like painted on the cuffs and then then um, glossed over with 22 karat gold. They're beautiful pieces. And um, yeah, no, we wanted to have some more you know, interest in a, you know, we'd like to bring in visiting designers too sometimes. So that's what we're working on now with her. And you have, of course, you know, brides really do gravitate towards your, you know, towards we your We do pieces. great with brides because it's the perfect price point for a bride. Um, and we have a lot of like, you know, earrings for brides, like, you know, the whites, the pearls, the glossy whites, um, you know, the aqua blues. Um, so we do a lot of brides and bridal parties and stuff like that because our price point is great. I mean, you know, you could get a gorgeous pair of earrings for $200 that looks like thousands of dollars. I mean, that's another thing about our pieces is they look much more expensive than what they are. Yes, definitely. They're very, they're very elevated. Yeah. So, so is, I mean, this is a big question, but what would you like to see change in your industry? Um, hmm. Well, I think there's, a, like I said before, there's so much change going on right now. Um, I see like all those, I see the big box stores just, you know, we it was so hard to compete with them in the old days because they had such an unlimited budget for marketing and we obviously could be nowhere close. It, was, it, was a, it wasn't an equal playing field, but right now it's become a much more equal playing field, you know, with social media. It's like, a, you know, it's fair playing for all. Um, so those big box stores do not always win the day. Um, so I do see like the growth of more independent designers. And as long as they're able to work their social media feeds and get in touch with their consumers, I think that there's going to be a lot more entrepreneurship in this field. So you, you know? see it that as a positive that like, you know, we I do see it, as, you know, I see it as a great positive. Absolutely. Yeah. hundred percent. And of course the world's become so global too. So you know, it yeah. gives you access to the entire world. Yeah, these vehicles, these social media vehicles. So you were talking a little bit about a new collection that's coming out. Can you give us a little, like, um, <laughs> I don't know, sneak peek? <laughs> so we're working on a 14 karat gold, very lightweight, uh, very pretty, very whimsical collection that's real, but very well priced. I mean, we've, it's already up on our website, so you can take a peek and see the beginnings of it. I think we called it um, Queen of Hearts Collection. Um, it's going to be whimsical, again, colors, very lightweight, very pretty, um, you know, everyday pieces that you don't have to take off, but that look really feminine and do make a statement, but in a very like, you know, easy way. Yeah. So, so is that like the one with the different, like you choose the different stones, like the mother of pearl hearts? Um, so you, well, it's, it's, it's like, well, the ones we have up now, like five, I think seven hearts, like station hearts, the same color but they station and they, you know, you get heart chain, heart chain, heart chain, and it lies perfectly on the collarbone. Um, it's really beautiful. And you can wear it in the shower, you can wear it to the gym, you never have to take it off. Yeah, and you can wear it alone or you can wear it too. Like I like to wear the, I like to wear the mother of pearl one and then underneath at 16 inch and underneath I'll wear the turquoise one at 18 inch. So I've got uh, two like, really gorgeous pieces around my neck, but that look light and look feminine. So 
Yeah, I mean, I love for I mean, turquoise is beautiful and 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 hopefully summer and spring are coming. <laughs> exactly. We're going to be walking. Yes, exactly. And we'll be able to go out a little bit hopefully. But I could see that you could wear that, you know, over a turtleneck, you could wear it with a collared shirt, you could exactly. wear it against your skin. Exactly. It would be so It's very really pretty. pretty. Yeah, it's very pretty. What are your goals for the future of Susan Hanover Designs? <laughs> Future goals, you know, we're continuing what we do best, you know, designing, being in touch with our customers, our consumers, um, constantly, um, you know, you know, constantly upping our standards and um, upping our customer service and all that. We want it to be perfect. Um, we're working very hard in our e-commerce store now. Um, although I do love my retail, we have a retail brick and mortar store and obviously we'll continue with it. But we'd like to bring, you know, we'd like to bring the brand to more people around the world. And there's no better way to do that than e-commerce. So that's what we're working on. Those are our goals. Wow. Where is your e-commerce store located? You mean our brick and mortar? I mean your brick and mortar store. <laughs> yeah, located. yeah, yeah. Our brick and mortar school store is in Greenville, New- Weekly Plaza, which is in Roslyn, New York. It's it's a very beautiful like outdoor shopping center. And we've had a store there for about five years and it's it's been amazing. One of these so, days I'll have to come visit. You have to come and visit. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, so it's fun. Yeah, I mean, I'm, first of all, very excited about the future of your brand. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. I really I'm so excited because like, I just feel like you're so innovative. And, um, you know, like, it's like, I can't like what's gonna what's she gonna do next, right? (laughs) (laughs) Trying, trying. Yes. Well, thank you so much for coming on today and, you know, just telling us your inspiration. It was really, you know, it was just really great to hear and uh, just to hear like the process. That was really amazing. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. And hopefully um, we can chat again. And um, yeah, so the name is Susan Hanover. So people know who we are. Yes. And, um, so Yeah, I look forward to hopefully people get in touch with us. I look forward to talking more. Yes, and everyone that's listening, they can go to SusanHanoverDesigns.com and shop all the beautiful pieces. And you're on Instagram as well. Yes, definitely follow us on Instagram. We're, we're on every day. <laughs> <laughs> They're keeping us on our toes. Yeah, right? exactly. Exactly. Thanks again. Thank you. Be well. Stay safe. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Fashion Detour. I'm available for personal styling and personal shopping. If you'd like to get in contact with me, you can always reach out to me through my email, michal at thefashiondetour.com. And on Instagram, you're welcome to direct message me at The Fashion Detour for any of your shopping and styling needs and questions. Thank you so much and have a great week.
Misplaced 